Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons, it looks like more of a claw than a hand. This is going to be interesting. That's the first thing that came to mind. What would you recommend? He looks at his hand. What do you use to pick things up with? A weird thing just happened, though. Oh. Saw this little halfling fella. He was looking, I don't know, shifty. We went in, we had a drink, we had some nachos. He seemed really great, but then the guards took him away. Oh, so he was the one they were looking for. I'm not sure. It's very strange, but, you know, kind of fun. It's sort of what you want to happen in the big city, to be honest with you. So where's the ledger now? It's hidden. Where? In a bathroom. Do what you want with the porn, guys, but we need the book. And you're going to have to come with us, miss. It's Glim. Ah, uh, crap. Glim? Are you, are you up there? Hey, what's that? It's Mimoot. Uh, do you know a Mimoot? Um, I I know a Moot. Can you get us some thieves tools? No, oh, my, my head... My head's not in the game. I'm worried about Glim in jail. It just it just all seems wrong to me. Let's go talk to the war. Oh, Gabriel, it's a pleasure to see you. Who is your new friend? This is Moot. Don't ask him to hold anything for you. I think you have a friend of mine locked up in your jail cell, and I don't think she should be in there. The justice system will have to take its place in this instance, and if truly your friend is found innocent, she will be released that instant, first of all. Your friend is not getting up. No, it didn't sound that way. And Miss Man Meow Meow is probably not going to send her to a labor camp. Mm-hmm. Let's go find you some thieves' tools. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We are a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. I am so enthusiastically here, and I am playing a... Halfling rogue named Sullivan Slight. And Tom Laird. Hey, I'm also very enthusiastically here, and I am playing a wild magic half-orc sorcerer named Moot. And Carla Johnson. And I am obviously also very excited to be here. I play a dragonborn paladin named Glim. What do we do after this? How's everybody doing? <laughs> usually we've thrown you off by now with some Yeah, usually some we've interjected. In the intro, uh, I so. would like to interject. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Here we go. Right on time. Yep. Uh yeah, I uh, I brought Carla uh, some delicious pie earlier today. It's true. Tom is so nice to me. It's amazing. He brings me all these treats. If you go to our Discord, you can often see pictures of the nice things he bakes. Today he brought me a slice of delicious key lime pie. I don't like key lime pie, and I'm so jealous right now. 
It was very good. It was a very good summer dessert. Refreshing. Right. Nice and cool. It's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. If you want to see all those delicious things, I mean, you can come over to Discord. Tom posts some sweet stuff over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, including some of those recipes. Yeah. So you can come check us out over there. And when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Carla Ann Knapp, or Knapp. We, I don't think we ever figured it out if it was either I don't or. I think it's Knapp. Well, we're going to go nap. <laughs> well, you guys, we're going to go nap. Yep. <laughs> See you later. Thanks, Carla. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you, Carla. Thanks, Carla. You're awesome. Right? Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Our friends are in jail. Sully and Glim. Moot, you were uh, given, uh, you and Gabriel had kind of decided that you should maybe go get some these tools after talking to uh, Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. Yeah, she did not seem like she was on the up and up. So, yeah, well, let's pick up with Moot and Gabriel. Where do we where do we find these things? Well, I, uh, I have a I have a friend uh, who dabbles in some such things and may be able to help us acquire particular tools. No, no time like the present. Let's let's go talk to this friend. All right, let's book it. And when he says, let's book it, he begins walking, you know, at a normal pace. He doesn't just pull a book out of his pocket. He saunters. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a brisk saunter. Um, but you're uh, making your way through the streets of uh, Neverwinter. And we cut back to Glim and Sully. So, first time in jail? Um, yeah, it is my first time in jail. Have you spent much time in these kind of institutions. Well, not not like this exactly, no. Is, is it living up to your uh, preconceived notions of jail? Um, yes. Would you say this is a, a regular jail or like a tough jail? Seems pretty empty, other than us. Yeah, I, I don't... It makes me think there's like no crime in Neverwinter, but that doesn't sound right. Um, but I don't know. I'm not from here, so... Yeah, I don't feel like, um, it seems like law enforcement in this town is maybe not totally on the up and up. You're probably, probably right. Huh. But I mean, what, what really is on the up and up? Like, describe up and up for me. Well, where I'm from, I mean, people mostly obey the law, and if they don't, then then the people in charge are, are tough but fair and meeting out judgment, and it just seems seems like here they won't even they won't even let me talk to anyone. I mean, they know I didn't do anything. I had the book. That's that's true, but that sounds like you come from a very ideal ideal ideological place. Ide- ide- perfect place where people follow the rules. I do come from a very idyllic place. You're right. That's the word I was looking for. You see, I haven't had any formal education. Really? You seem very smart. Oh, thank you, thank you. I guess you must have been to that, um, what do they call it? The the School of Hard Knocks. Is that where you got your education? <laughs> uh. You seem tough. Oh, yeah. Totally tough. Absolutely. So, uh, hey, how fast is your friend, uh, what was it? Moob? Uh, Moot. Um, you know, we just met the other day, so I'm not sure, but 
I'm really hoping he'll come through for us because, yeah, things here are definitely not, not great. Why would... No. Hmm. Why do they want the book? Did you look in the book? What's in there? Uh, well, you know, when I opened it up, it was just like a bunch of stuff I couldn't read and a language I didn't know. So... Yeah, I tried too. I thought maybe, maybe it was the language you understood, but no such luck, huh? No, and and to be honest, I I didn't have it for very long before it ended up in that uh, that latrine in the bar there. Right. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Seemed like you must have come. So, why? Hmm. I have so many questions. I guess when we get out of here, either by justice or because you know, Moot breaks us out. You want to go find your friend that you lost? Yeah, you know, I, I haven't really had a friend in a while, and, um, Merv, he, like, he stood, you know, stood by my side for a little bit. He, I mean, we only knew each other for a few days, but Merv was a good guy, I think. He was a fisherman. All he wanted to do was fish. Just didn't seem very fair. I mean, I don't think it's very fair that I'm in here, but... He definitely didn't deserve being here. I mean, like, I'd done some stuff that probably should land me in here at some point, but it was not something that they saw me do. Right. So, I don't... Hmm. And I think that what happened to him is probably worse than being in here. Well, sounds like we probably should should go get him then. How did... You're not from here. How did you, how did you get here? Well, I fell asleep in the woods one day and I woke up here. Huh. They said that I, that I fought some guards who really kicked ass, but uh, I don't remember that, so yeah, no, fell asleep, woke up in my cell. Don't you think you better get home? Like, won't your family be worried about you? Uh, you know, I'm like, really like a lone wolf kind of guy. Oh, so. okay. I understand. Sully, you hear the uh, the sound that you've become accustomed to of footsteps coming down the hall, keys jingling in armor, clanging, coming towards the door. Oh, um, heads up here, Shimmer. Okay, someone, okay. Is that my best friend? And we'll cut back to uh, <laughs> Moot and Gabriel. You've weaved through some streets within Neverwinter. You've crossed over one of the bridges, and now you're in um, uh, an area of Neverwinter that you haven't been. It's a little um, grungier, not nearly as well-kept as the area that you have kind of become accustomed to. You and Gabriel come to a door. Uh, It doesn't look like it's marked with any sort of shop name or anything like that. More of a from what it looks like on the outside, a residence. And uh, Gabriel says to you, uh, "You, you, gonna be, uh, you gonna be cool?" I, I, I guess. What, what do you mean by be cool? Like you know, not, not freezes, freezes drinks. Oh well, if no one asks me to, then I won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good point. I did kind of ask you to freeze my. Oh drink. wait, were you making a? cold pun? Was that what you were doing? Am I gonna be cool? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. I'm glad you picked up on that. Oh, that's really oh. fun, Gabriel. You know, that's me. I am the punniest. Well, should we, like, knock on the door? What's, what's the protocol here? 
Yeah, just uh, just uh, follow me. And he begins walking up the stairs and knocks a couple times, waits, knocks three more times, and then gives a quick rap on the door. Ooh, I love a secret knock. Shh, you keep it to yourself. Okay. Moot pulls out his notepad and writes down exactly what the knock was. <laughs> Gabriel looks over your shoulder, and as you finish, he grabs the book and tears the page out and hands it back to you. Do you make him eat it? I mean, I hope not. <laughs> he, like, puts it in his yeah. <laughs> Nope. Just kind of crumples it up and puts it in his pocket. Says, no notes on this trip here. That's first lesson. No notes. You can write no notes down, but that's the last note you're I was going to say, Moot pulls out his notebook and writes no notes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last note you're allowed to write. And with that, you hear some muffled footsteps coming towards the door. And you didn't quite notice, but a, a slider goes across the door, kind of peephole level. Um, and you see um, a couple glowing golden-flecked eyes from beyond the door. They look at you and Gabriel, and then the slider closes, and the door opens, and you see standing before you a deep purple-skinned tiefling with horns that come out of the front of their head and wrap around the ears at the back. The tiefling in front of you has a bald head and those golden flecked eyes that kind of glowed from beyond the door, now you can tell that they are entirely black with flecks of gold within them. He looks uh, rather well dressed in a deep brown robe and he looks to you and then Gabriel and says what brings you here good friend? Gabriel says well I uh, I have a friend here who needs some help. He's got some friends up in the, in the prison with Miss Ma'am Meow Meow, and we had a little meeting, and it sounds like they might not be making it. Uh, much beyond the next couple days at most, so we're, uh, we're pulling one of, the, one of the good old heists of people from a prison. A jailbreak. Yeah. No, people heist. Yeah, that's what they call it back in my village. Yes, yes, I see. This, this kid, he's been, you know, his, his naive naivete has been rubbing off on me here. Um, so, tradition, of course, I will wait out here. Moot will go in to talk to you there, good sir. Um, Moot, this is Laden Menda. You tell him what you need. And uh, we will see if we can get your friends out to sweet. Uh, okay, okay, thanks, uh, thanks, Gabriel. Nice, nice to meet you, Leiden. Yes, yes, come in, come in, Moot. Moot, was it? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. He steps aside and allows you through the door, and you see Gabriel kind of take a few steps and uh, assume the position of a watch, more or less, down at the bottom of the stairs. Layton closes the door behind you and says, Come in, come in. Uh, just uh, make your way down the hall there. Um, and inside you see very deep wooden walls, like a deep, dark brown wooden walls. You smell a very strong incense throughout the house. 
down the hall, you reach a door that is kind of cracked open. He says, just push through and uh, we'll make our way downstairs. You go down a narrow set of stairs um, at the end of this hall and make it down into a wide open, what looks like half storefront, half alchemist's laboratory of sorts. Um, There's lots of beakers and um, different uh, components uh, that you don't quite recognize. Some some plants and some um, herbs that you you kind of you've seen around, you've seen through the forest, um, but a lot of things that look foreign to you. And he says, "Well, it sounds like your friends uh, are in a bit of trouble." Uh, yeah, yeah. It certainly it certainly seems that way. Um, I, if if you ask me, it just seems like they got put in jail for for no good reason i mean my one friend is a is a is a dragonborn who follows uh bahamut i don't think she's gonna be out there breaking the law do you really a dragonborn following bahamut interesting and she's in jail yeah that's that's the crazy part Hmm. Mm. well what do you need from me in order to break them out I guess Gabriel said thieves tools, but I mean, whatever mm. you have, really. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Like, will any of this cool alchemy stuff get the job done? I mean, let's start with thieves tools and see where we get <laughs> from there. Some of this stuff um, is rather benign. Others, please don't touch. And right as he said, please don't touch, Moot was like reaching to touch something, so... Yeah, he had his back to you, but he, you had a feeling that he knew exactly what you were doing. I'm surprised Moot hasn't touched stuff, like wasn't rum, running his hands along things as he was walking down. <laughs> like, he seems like the guy who touches everything in the store as he walks past. Yeah. You see him walk to a bench and uh, reach up on a shelf, kind of touch along a bunch of different um, cases that he has up there. Some leather, some cloth. And he comes to one and stops at it, pulls it out, um, unclasps, and opens it up. And comes over and shows you and says, this is your standard array of thieves' tools. Are you going to be the one using them? I mean, I've never I've never used anything like that before, but I'm pretty good with, you know, like, card tricks and stuff, so maybe I could do it. Interesting. Um, okay, well, I'm sure Gabriel will will assist in getting them into the right hands. Um, he folds them up and and goes to hand it to you. What is are, is that it? Do do you need anything? Can uh, can I go? Like time is of the essence here. Time is of the essence. Yes. Um, Gabriel knows the routine. I'm sure he will fill you in after if he hasn't already. Clearly, he hasn't. Uh, no, is it is it like a dance routine? <laughs> You're an interesting fellow, Moot. I've never... That's just the first thing that popped to mind when you said routine. I understand, I understand. Um, a five, six, seven, it is not a dance routine. Perhaps there will be something owed to me in the future, either by you or by Gabriel. Um, but that is for you two to decide. And for me to call upon as I need. 
oh, okay. I mean, that sounds great. Good, good. And he extends his hand a little further, the thieves get. Uh, yeah, so I guess uh, Moot grabs the thieves' tools and, and turns around to, like, shuffle back up the stairs real quick. Says, we'll be seeing you soon, Moot. Okay, bye. You get back up, and it's a straight shot out. You get out to the front, and uh, Gabriel has a drink in his hand. Where did you... Where, what, it doesn't matter. I've got the thieves' tools. We gotta go. All right. Uh, let's let's move. Well, are you gonna finish your drink? Or are you taking it with us? What's happening no, here? This this one's coming with me. Okay, let's go. All right. That's not so fast. Don't want to spill it. That's why I thought maybe you would just slam it, and then we could go. You don't slam th- this this uh, this year. No, this one this one is a good one. You want to have a sip? Was it like seven? Is that what year it is? <laughs> You're funny. Boy! You're funny. What's the year? Seven. <laughs> you there, boy! Uh, he drinks it a little faster, but continues along the way. Uh, you're a few paces ahead of him, and you head back towards the jail. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beaver Mount, Ontario, is pretty much the same. Folks are polite, there's a hockey game that evening, and someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, bello! Inside the jail, uh, the door unlocks and swings open, um, and you do see your friend Officer Tangren standing there, Sully. Tangren! Buddy, what's up? How's it going? I look at Glim and I say, he's a strong, silent type. Yo, Tangren, so what's uh, what's the word here, buddy? Come on, we've built rapport. Sully, um, I've been asked to bring your friend down to Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. Or are they going to let her go? Because she really doesn't belong in here, Tangren. Like, let me tell you. It's, it's entirely possible. Is there another possibility? The world is full of possibilities, Sully, you know that. Is it possible for me to come along? Mm, not today. You just told me the world was full of possibilities. Yeah, yeah. No, <sighs> that one, I don't believe, is entirely possible. And he goes and uh, looks at uh, looks at Glim and says, uh, if you'd be so kind as to put your hands through the bars. Um, sh- sure, yeah. Slim, it's gonna be all right. You're gonna be fine. 
Uh, he shackles your uh, wrists um, and says, please step back, and then unlocks the, the door to your cell, and it swings open and says, if you please follow me, the warden would like to speak with you. Of course. Hey, tell Miss Meow 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 I said hey. She'll know what it means. Officer Tangren is behind Glim, moving her towards the door. Correct. Um, and closes the door behind, and Sully, you're left alone in the cell. Um, you walk down a, a series of hallways, Glim. Uh, you walk past, uh, down a long hallway first, uh, immediately coming out of the cell, and you see a large bay window that overlooks a courtyard. You take a left, um, and down, follow the hallway all the way down to the end, um, where there is a large wooden door and Officer Tangren knocks on the door and you hear from beyond Yes, yes, come in He opens the door and you enter into a very lavishly designed room There are many rich mahoganies, maybe We don't know <laughs> Undetermined for certain Undetermined origin um, and many books, and the chair swings around, and you see a rather large uh, tabaxi. Would you have seen a tabaxi before, a cat person before? Um, maybe. I feel like she's, like, mostly familiar with most of the... Because people would have People would have come through. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, you, you see a rather rotund tabaxi in a, in a very... Um, lavish lavender blouse and she says Tangren just leave her with me you come back in just a few and uh, we'll have sorted most things out I'm sure uh, Officer Tangren leads you to the chair uh, in front of her desk and then leaves the room and says um, I'm, I'm sorry um, the paperwork wasn't filled out quite right when you came in your name was oh uh, my name is Narixus Acra but you can call me Glim of course, Glim. Uh, my name is Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, too. You're the warden, I assume? I am the warden. I am in charge of everything under these roofs. You know, nothing goes on except for, clearly, you know, your name. But that's why I have you here, to try to figure out, A, what you're doing hanging out with such scoundrels like Sullivan Slight, and what we can do to help each other. Oh, well, um, I, I just met Sully, and I liked him. I liked him right away. I got a good feeling from him, and I like to trust my instincts. And, um, yeah, we had a drink, and I got that book from him, and then here I am again, seeing him again in jail. And that's, that's our whole history, I think. Hmm, hmm. In the book, in the book, um... It was in your possession. Uh, did you happen to read the book? Oh, well, I opened the book, but I couldn't understand any of it. It wasn't any language I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's 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 good to hear. Um, that book, um, Sully, Sully, as you call him, stole it from Lord Neverember, if you can believe such a thing. Hmm. Well... Did he have a good reason? This I am unaware of. I was hoping maybe since you were friends, you'd 
you'd you'd have some inside information on why exactly he would do such a thing of our dear lord. Well, I mean, he didn't he didn't share any of that with me. Mm, like I okay. said, we we just met, but I liked him. I liked him right away. Didn't seem like a scoundrel deep down. Right. And you, Glim, tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been here in Neverwinter? Oh, hardly any time at all. I just arrived on a caravan. I've got a destiny really? to save the world. A destiny <laughs> to save the world. How dear, how precious is that? And here, without any friends other than Sully or family, that just seems like a something that... That's a big... That's a big task you have ahead of you. Well, I'm a follower of Bahamut, so there are there are many of us around. I don't feel like I'm really alone and I make friends quickly. Excellent. I feel like I feel like we could become very great friends if given different circumstances, you not in shackles on the side of of my uh, of my table here. Well, I wonder if you could tell me why I'm in shackles. I I know I had stolen property, but I didn't know it was stolen. It was just a book. This is true. Um, my officers are, on a, they're told to follow protocol, which given the, uh, given the, uh, the circumstances surrounding the book and how, uh, how, how important it is to our Lord Never Ember, anybody who came into contact with it, uh, was to be brought in mostly for questioning, uh, but also to, to be arrested under the assumption that they have taken it. Well, now that you know that I didn't, I guess I can be free? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, there's, a, there's a little bit more paperwork to do before we can, uh, before we can release you. Um, I hope you understand uh, that it, it just we don't want to, to, uh, to have this have this incident take, take a foul turn either way. So yes, we have brought you and yes, we see that you are of pure heart follower of Bahamut. And we, um, we, we just have a couple more things to sort out before we can release you. And then absolutely you will be on your way by morning. So, so soon I'll be able to leave soon. Yes, yes, absolutely. You will be able to leave soon. Is there anything else you want to know? Any other questions you have? Mm, I think I think you've answered most of the questions I need answered. And what's going to happen to Sully? Sully will go through the court system, uh, which may include a transfer, but he he's being charged with with high treason in the city. Treason, not just simple theft. Mm, the, what he stole is of great importance to Lord Neverember. Hmm. Can you explain the significance of the book? I mean, if there's going to be a trial, it's all going to come out anyway. Maybe you could just satisfy my curiosity. Uh, that, that I would love to satisfy your curiosity, but as these investigations are ongoing, I can't release all of the details at the moment. <laughs> Man, this is an act of crime. <laughs> <laughs> I understand your interest in the matter, and I'm sure everything will be made clear to its sweet. But you have answered all of the questions I believe I need answered, and I'll just call Officer Tangren back in, and he can escort you back to your cell. In fact, we'll even get you um, a, a lovely pillow along the way, just to make sure that the rest of your stay is as comfortable as possible. Officer! 
Officer Tangren comes back in and uh, Miss Man Meow Meow says, uh, Officer Tangren, please uh, escort Miss Glim back to her cell and grab her one of the cushy pillows from, uh, from the officer's lounge just to make sure her stay is as comfortable as possible. Uh, Officer Tangren says, uh, yes, uh, of course, um, and ushers you out. So, unless you say otherwise, you are escorted back to your cell, yes? Yes. He leads you uh, out and back down the hallway, back the way you came. Down at the end of the hallway you're in, um, you see a large door. And then also there is a door off to your right before you get to the turn. Um, And he says, just wait here one moment. He opens the door and says, hey, pass me a pillow. And then a pillow flies out of the room at him. He closes the door and ushers you further. You uh, turn right at the bay window and head back down to the cells. He opens the door, um, ushers you in, and hands you the pillow and locks the uh, locks the door to your cell and begins to head back out. Hey, hey, hey! Can I can I get one of those? I have a feeling like I'm seeing a little bit longer. It might be a better use in my cell. I will ask. Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. You know what, man, Tangren, the, the sound of your voice says you're not gonna. You're not wrong, Sully. All right. Hey, it never hurts to ask, though, right? It never hurts to ask. And he uh, walks out and closes the door. So, what the fat cat have to say? Well, I mean, it sounds like she understands that... I didn't know it was a stolen book and that there's just some more paperwork to do and then I'll get to be released in the morning, but it sounds like things are a bit more serious for you. That you'll be here for a while and you might get transferred and go through the court system and... Man, you know what they mean when they say transferred, right? Um, I mean, I assume you'll go to a different facility, not just the town jail, something, some sort of county prison, perhaps? Sure, yeah, something, uh, something else. Something not of this world. Oh, you think they mean to hurt you? Well, yeah. Do you see anybody in these jail cells? Well, no, but I just thought... I have a feeling like not many people stay here long term. I think they all get transferred. He's totally doing air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you think, so will there be a trial? Trial for what? Well, they, she told me to steal the book. Why did she tell you to steal the book? Maybe you could explain to me what's happening. Well, I can't really. I mean, you're in my situation. You you strike a deal with the warden. You just kind of hope that she follows through on her side. I follow through on my side. But, you know. Merv ended up getting sucked through some sort of portal, and here I am about to get transferred. So she asked you to steal that book from Lord Never Ember? Asked, demanded, potato, potato. Huh. Well, I mean, you had to do it then. It's not like you had a choice. Well, yeah, and and I bet she doesn't want that coming out in any sort of trial. Not that anyone would believe a lowly thief anyway, but... Still wouldn't be good press for her. No. No, I imagine not. Well, she seemed... suspicious. 
I guess that's why. She's... she's a bad person, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Huh. Like, not that I'm... you know, got an untarnished halo or anything myself, but... I have loyalties and values and other words like that that regular good people have. Back outside. Moot. Gabriel, you have come to... The rescue. The rescue. No, you have made your way... Uh, your... <laughs> no, it's not going to be that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that's, that's, Might be. that's the hope, I think, hope. Uh, on everybody's behalf. Um, but you are across the street from uh, where you knew, uh, where you were speaking with Sully. Um, and uh, Gabriel never really asked you if you got what you needed, so he asked you now. <laughs> hey, did uh, Layden give you exactly what you were looking for? Uh, yeah, that's that's why we hustled on out of there. Cool. And did he mention um, anything? Uh, I asked. Because he said something about the routine, which turns out it's not a mm. dance routine. Um, but he said not, that not always. he said that you would know the routine. Yeah, we'll um, yeah, we'll uh, I'll I'll sort that out with Layden at uh, once we get this sorted out. Yeah, seems seems one sorting is probably good for now. Perfect. Um, okay, so uh, we need to get those thieves' tools up to your friend who needs the thieves' tools. Yay! Yeah. Um. Russ, how high up is the window? It's a second story, so you're looking at six, six between the 16 to 20 foot mark-ish. Okay. Yeah, I guess it depends if they got those 10 foot ceilings or not. Well, you know, there's probably crawl spaces and stuff. Right? Oh, sure, yeah. Vent system, yeah. etc. Something John yeah. McClane can ramble through. Yep. Exactly. Ramble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gabriel, do you... Do we know? Can you teach me anything? Like, is there a way that we can get these thieves' tools from here up to there? I did teach you lobster claw. Oh, lobster claw! That's right. But then you made so or much crab, fun of me, I forgot claw. all about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made me think like that spell was useless. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I never wanted to to cast that again after the ribbing that I took. Well, I mean, <laughs> we just figured out. You know, how you view your appendages, that's all. I just, it was the first thing. Anyway, let's not rehash that. It's gone and done with. <laughs> He's a lobster trapped inside a man's body. Okay? It's a real Zoidberg situation. Uh, okay. Um, okay, I will I will try to get these from here up to there, I guess. Um, hello, hello, jail person. Uh, you make your way across and uh, call up, and Gabriel says, "Just uh, try not to be, uh, you know, too loud." As we are in the middle of a street. Oh, sure. Fortunately, sure. it's it's nighttime, but yeah, uh, just I'll keep an eye out. You do your thing. Glim, glim. I can't hear right because I'm like a cell away. Yeah. The other person. <laughs> are you there? <laughs> The person with Glim. I I think your guy's here. Is your name Glim? Yeah, Glim. That's me. Um. Okay, if Moot's here, ask him. Ask him if he if he if he got the thieves' tools. 
We did ask oh, him yeah, to okay. bring those, right? I didn't dream that. Yeah, we did. Okay. I shimmy on over to the window. Literally, just like... <laughs> and, um... <laughs> there was no video to go There's with no that. There's no video. But it, was, it was good. And, um... I say... Hey! You got the stuff? Oh, hey, hey, other person. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get it up to that window for you. You got a good throw? Um, sure. All right, Major League, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a Major League. Yeah, the Major League Javelin right throwers. Right yeah. 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 <laughs> the, the MLJT. <laughs> you got it. Uh, okay, Russ, I want to cast Mage Hand. All right. Oh, yeah. Stuff's happening, you guys. I'm stuck in, I'm stuck in Sully Void. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you've technically cast Mage Hand, so we can say that you cast Mage Hand. Now, it's up going to be up to you how that Mage Hand looks now. Um, so, maybe describe Please to me... let it be a lobster claw. <laughs> I mean, I want it to be a lobster claw so badly. I mean, it can be. Those pinch hard. Like it's not, I don't think it's like you drop anything. Yeah, but I don't know. After the whole thing, you know what? We're going back for the lobster claw. It's happening. <laughs> um, so it's a cantrip, verbal somatic. So you just tell me what you do and how you do it, and what your what your mage hand looks like. I kind of shoot a little like glance at Gabriel. And I say, and he uh, looks back at you and he sees that look in your eyes. He mouths, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he holds up his hand and just kind of wiggles his fingers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just to fuck with Gabriel, uh, Moot casts Mage Hand in the form of a floating lobster claw uh, just for like two seconds and then lets it dissipate. And casts a mage hand with a real human hand. <laughs> he, he looks at you and he, just, he kind of points at you and he, he, he's like verbal, you know, showing you that he might be laughing, but his eyes say that he's not laughing. <laughs> well, I guess I just said that he would cast it as the form of a human hand, but of course it would be a half-orc hand because that's what he's used to. It's the middle now, and we're here with you. Say hi, everybody. Really hi, caught everybody. me off guard with hi, that. Hey. Hi, everybody. I thought there was going to be a song or something, but I like that we're switching it up. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Got to keep people on their toes is what we got to do. Um, we're just going to let you know some things that are going on that we're part of and that we're, we're proud to be part of and that we, we want to just let you know about. The International Podcast Month 2019 is coming up, and that is in September. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners. That's it. Oh, that's fun. That's really fun. Yeah. They're doing great things in that they're bringing a whole bunch of different podcasters together. I think their goals here, I should have read this previously, but last year they brought 75, over 75 podcasters. This year their goal is to bring over 100 plus podcasters together. What they need help with, though, is that one uh, one one person kind of organizes this and runs it. So they're looking to... Um, fund that so they have an indiegogo going on where you can uh, give them a small donation that goes towards hosting fees and uh 
graphics and any time spent, really. They do a lot of giveaways throughout the month, so you can get stickers and cool, different cool stuff that they have going on there. Um, and they are aiming to put out over 100 episodes throughout the month. Holy and cow. there's one person that does that? One person that is the organizing team. Last year, she did mostly everything herself. She has a, a team of a few people this year. Oh, that's what goodness. it is. Yeah, that's way too much thank work goodness. for one person. Yeah, so there's a team of people. But yeah, so what they're doing is they have the Indiegogo to help put out these, these amazing podcasts. They're doing um, 18 RPG one-shot episodes, which I'm part of. I'm going to be playing in a Honey Heist game, which is supposed to be super fun, and I can't fun. wait to do that. I actually do that tomorrow as we record this. But there are going to be 35 audio drama minisodes, five or more creator interview episodes, 10 or more nonfiction episodes, and a whole bunch of blog contributions as well. But they are looking to do some huge stuff and uh, need your help a little bit. So if you want to listen to a whole bunch of great stuff, of course it's all free but uh, if you want to support them we'll post that indiegogo link down in the description if you can do that that would be amazing now we're going to get you back to the episode get back there bye so yeah you you absolutely are able to do that okay so this uh floating hand i get it to uh grab the the thieves tools from out of my open palm Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna get it to Float on up to that window, maybe a little bit inside of it. It floats on up, and uh, Sully, from your side, you see a a spectral glowing... What color is it? Uh, it is a pale yellow. A pale yellow spectral floating hand that comes up that has a, a case in it. Um, and it gets to the bars and kind of st- like stops and like hits on the bars... Like it's trying to get through, but it's long ways and it can't quite make it. (laughs) (laughs) And then the hand turns it and pushes it through the bars. Well, like, does it just fall? Nope. There is a a hand holding it in front of you. By the tits of Bahamut. Good God. (laughs) I I take the the thieves tools from the hand and I go to like shake it <laughs> uh, and I can't see what's going on uh, so I just whisper up like do you do you have the the thing oh yeah I got your weird smoky hand stuff okay perfect and I let the hand dissipate and it poofs into a, a yellow smoke Sully <laughs> backs up he's like uh, down on the ground. God, Glim, did you see that? Holy shit. Sorry, down on the ground, Gabriel's like, hey, uh, <clears throat> moot, <clears throat> nonchalant. <clears throat> As you see a couple uh, town guards kind of walking on patrol down the street. Moot's like, quick, make out with me, because that's what people do. Like, <laughs> right, in the movies. <laughs> the like, yep. Right? It's, and it's other people night. just walk right past. My God, Glim, did you see that? I know, he's magic, isn't it? It's pretty cool, right? That's fucking terrifying. All right, let's do this shit. You ready? Well, let's take a minute. I'm supposed to get out in a couple hours, so does it make sense for us to break out now, or should we wait until I get out, and then you use the tools, and then I can be waiting on the other side to help you? Or what do you think? Ah, you're so sweet you think you're getting out. All right, I can come back in a couple hours. Well, do you think 
Do you think she's not going to let me out? Honestly, no. I don't think she's going to let you out. Because now I know about the book. Now you know about the book. She asked me if I knew why you had stolen it, but I didn't know, so I didn't, you know, tell her it was because you told she told you to, but I guess she probably thinks that I know that. Yeah, probably. I mean, we have been sitting here just gabbing like girlfriends. Hmm. Okay. Well, how often does a uh, guard come around? About every couple hours or so. Oh, so we won't be seeing him for a while. Now, I hear they got all sorts of really good pillows and towels in that guard's room. I mean, this is a nice pillow. <sighs> and I hold up the pillow. Well, I think you should bring that with you. You know, souvenir. So, can you use those tools to get us out of here? <laughs> oh, 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 my shiny friend. I was born with these tools in my hands. So once we get out of the cell, do you remember the layout out there, or did you just wake up, you know, how much have you moved around this place? Well, I've, I've gone out of the building before, because I had to go and steal a book for a big cat, so, you know. So you know the way out? I know the way out. Okay, well, then I think we better get out of here. Let's do this thing. All right. I'm going to use my thieves' tools. Must I roll 20? Yeah, that's going to be a sleight of hand check. <laughs> 11. Roll the two, you guys. Roll the two. Oh, no. Uh, so, uh, tell me how Sully goes to uh, attempt to unlock this. I think he makes the mistake of trying to unlock it from his side. <laughs> from the inside. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, you put the tools in. There's a small hole, not keyhole sized, very small. Um, and well, only one of them really fits. And it takes you much longer than usual uh, before you realize that you're doing it on the wrong side. All right, so now that I've shown you what not to do. Oh, Amy. It's a one. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a ten. So you reach around um, and put the uh, tool, uh, the two tools, into the lock. You hear them begin to click, and then... Um, you hear footsteps coming down the hall, and it startles you, and you pull your hands back in, but one of them kind of gets caught, and one of the tools um, kind of like slingshots down a couple cells, and it bumps along um, the side uh, of the Son cell. Son of a motherfucking bitch. Ah, cool. And I like hide the tools. You don't want to know where. And I just started talking to Glenn. So then I said to her, I said, well, you know what? This pony is only half the size of me, so I don't even think you can technically call it a pony. The door opens while you're saying that, and when an officer uh, who you've seen but don't really know, um, just kind of seen him in passing, kind of pokes his head in and says, keep it down in here. Well, sorry, Officer Davis. 
that's not, that's not, doesn't matter. Bradley? Closes the door. Oh, I think it was Kent. Okay, I'm down a tool. Um, I, I thought you said you were really good at this. Yeah, I know, I'm just really nervous. Um, within the the case it's or the kit itself, there are multiple tools, not the exact ones you need, but some that you know you could probably right. fashion. I can I can work with what I have here. Let me let me let me try again with a different dice. Okay, all right, sixteen. <laughs> um, so you grab uh, another uh, the same tool that you had that you didn't lose, and another tool, um, and begin to work it again. And it takes you quite a while because the. The one you're using isn't quite exactly how you're supposed to, what you're supposed to be using when you do this. Um, but it, after a couple minutes, you hear uh, the, the the sweet sound of a large click as the lock turns within um, and the bars disengage. Uh, I slowly swing my door open just enough for me to get out. I don't want to risk a big creak. Yeah, there there is a slight creak, but yeah, definitely a good idea not to do that. Um, you slip through the bars, um, and you're now out in the hallway between the cells. I stand for a moment, and I look at Glim, and I look at the door, and I look at Glim, and I look at the door, and then I look at Glim, and I'm like, oh, God, okay, and I... Go and I free her with a nat 20. Oh, I was so close to you guys with a 19. Oh. Uh, with a 28. Uh, so while you're doing this back and forth look, you've actually gone and picked up the correct tool that you flung across the room. Right, that's what I was looking at. Absolutely not considering leaving without her. Yeah. I was considering the tool. Um, but then you go over to her cell door and it, it, like muscle memory, this one unlocks very quickly for you and the bars disengage. All right, you're really big. Um, can you be quiet? I I can be quiet, and I also try to, like, you know, I also only open the door as big as I need to, but I am pretty beefy. <laughs> Just all the way. <laughs> uh, there's a, yeah. uh, there is a, more, a much louder creak, um, but as you kind of pause and go through... Uh, you don't hear any footsteps from beyond the door, and you uh, also make your way out of your cell. Wait. I run back and I grab her pillow. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. Outside, uh, Moot and Gabriel um, are standing in the street. And Gabriel says to Moot, so uh, what's what's the plan when if they actually make their way out? should probably find like a getaway getaway kind of ride uh yeah that's 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 a really good idea um what do you what do you what do you think what do you have in mind hmm we're a couple streets down you know what follow me this is gonna be a lot of fun okay you guys head off down the street um and you round a couple corners and you see a whole line of carriages and down at the end, you see a big stable filled with horses. Do you know how to hotwire one of these things? <laughs> Do I know how to hotwire one? You feed it oats. You feed it. You give it oats. Oh, uh, okay. That that sounds easy. Okay. 
Uh, you get down to the end of the hall. Who's leading this escapade? I think I am. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I go up to the door and I test the handle to see if it's locked. It is locked. All right, I am going to roll a nat 20. Okay, it's only a 6, but that's a 15. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, any real issue to unlock it. Um, and you hear the lock disengage. And I open it. Oh, but a little bit. And I peek out. And I'm pretty sure in the thieves' tools, there is a small mirror yep. that I use to look around the corner. You see down there. a dark hallway. It's torch lit. Um, it's uh, the quietest you've seen this hallway. But you watch for a second. And then you see a guard uh, walk down the end of the hall from like right to left. Right. So walking towards where you know Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's office would be. The songs Nowhere Land, Echoes of Time, Spider Eyes, and Anguish are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. Can they please and, uh, have a pretty, pretty woman moment? Like, is it in a snap case? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've done that in another episode. Oh, man. We it's entirely have. possible. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. We're always full of such good ideas. Yeah. I've run out of jokes, you guys. I'm tapped out. <laughs> we need to go <laughs> see more movies. <laughs> Call her Slim. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> That's good. I think Sully has a problem remembering names. I think so, too. <laughs> uh, anytime you say she, like, swivels around on her chair, I expect her to be holding a cat. Totally. It's what I picture, which is strange. She is the cat. So I know. Yeah. Is she petting herself? Maybe. It's like, mm. I'd just like to say, the amount of French you're throwing into this game is just like, très bien. <laughs> what French two, am I throwing? Two characters have tooth sweeted it already. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> it's very rosé. <laughs> We're getting multicultural over here, bitches. <laughs> like, it's happening. We really want to hit the Quebecois market hard. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sine. That's a geometric waveform or arc that rises and falls. And a new Canadian TTRPG and podcast inspired by that almost soothing mathematical motion. Let me show you. The action begins to rise as powerful strangers in a ruined yet vibrant world band together. If you run north, they will chase you. I suggest you stand behind me. Partner, I'd rather stand beside you if you're willing to help. Tension continues to mount higher as our characters must push themselves beyond their usual limits. As I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm going to say to Sarah, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. I'm driving now. And it peaks as a danger and excitement hits its zenith, leading to great failure or success. Fenrir would be just fire at this point. She straight up might die. Like, this encounter might murder you. You know what? You lit me on fire. We're going to be on fire, baby. And this tension relaxes. A tragedy, but more often humor, that comes with great pals being around a virtual table playing a game. 
Discover Sign on your favorite podcast player. S-I-N-E. Choices of the characters are theirs to make, but the fate of the world is up to the dice.